buried beneath the rubble of time are stories of God's sovereign hand moving in our great nation. Many believers, hopeless, frustrated, and confused, have all but given up on America. But we have faced dark times before, and by divine providence, overcome. From our studio on Capitol Hill, I'm your host, Joe Kirby, along with Pastor Mike Creed and Andrew Friedenstein. As 2020 is in full swing, we want to give you a ministry update on Awake America. The calendar is busy already, and of course, the big event just around the corner is Capital Connection, March 9 through 11. Pastor Creed, tell us a little bit about what's going on. It's going to be a great event here uh, in Washington, D.C. area. Of course, it'll be at Independent Baptist Church in Clinton, Maryland. Uh, We'll have our services, preachers, men of God coming to meet men of government makes a major impact when you come and you see your leader here on Capitol Hill. Every week uh, uh, that we're down here, we see different groups of people, nurses, and we see pilots, or we'll see somebody, uh, uh, soldiers. But on this week, it's preachers. And we want to see preachers come to Capitol Hill and uh, make a difference here with your representative. Uh, We pray with them. We're concerned for their souls. We have a wonderful publication this year. Uh, to share with our leaders, and it just opens up doors of ministry when you go back home and you meet your leader uh, in your home district. Going to be a great meeting. March 9th, 6.30 in the evening, starts Capital Connection right on through that Wednesday. Great times, great fellowship, great preaching. I hope that you'll be here from every state in the union. And also, uh, another exciting event that's happening this year uh, is the Aaron Cruz family is joining our team, which is just going to be huge. Great family. And uh, his job, uh, what the Lord has burdened him with and and uh, worked on his heart, and it goes right inside and coincides what we're doing, he's joined our team, is he's going to be walking the halls up here in D.C. As many people know and are aware, but some may not, of course, Pastor Creed is the pastor of Independent Baptist Church in Clinton, Maryland, where he's busy, but uh, the Lord has been good and gracious, and the church wants pastor and has allowed pastor to be involved a couple days a week in the Awake America ministry, which is just um, you know fantastic. Uh, but I'm there on staff as well at the church. I'm the principal of the school, and I have uh, several other responsibilities. But pastor is gracious enough to allow me to have um, part in Awake America uh, on the side. It's really volunteer time, but I love it. It's, it's a work of love. And, of course, uh, Joe... I don't, I don't know. No one knows what Joe does. No, I'm just kidding. It's not I just sit in my office, <laughs> play games. Yeah. But Joe really sleep. is. Yeah. <laughs> as of right now, though, Joe is a, the point person for a lot of just the nitty-gritty details of Wake America, the podcast, editing. Technology. Technology, yes. emails, social media. A lot of that design, a lot of that is on Joe's plate. Of course, Brad Wells down here on the hill uh, as a pastor of his church, Graceway uh, Baptist Church here in D.C., but also he gives sometimes to uh, Awake America and walks the halls. Kind of a double-edged sword for Double-edged him. sword. And, and he's s- doing that right now as we speak. He's, and he's been doing it. just does such a great job. Uh, but Aaron and his wife coming down here, and they'll be down here on the hill full-time. Um, and he's finishing raising his support right now. He's almost there. And he's just got some mini- meetings to finish up before he's here full-time. And he'll be walking those halls and having his wife with him. Uh, at least part of the time will be a huge blessing and opportunity that, you know, he could uh, have Bible studies with ladies 
um, you know, with his wife being there, allows him a little bit more freedom and opportunity to do some of those well, things. Aren't a lot of the staff that are on the Hill ladies about maybe about half or so? Absolutely. Absolutely. Maybe even more than that. And, um, and so, and of course, some congresswomen and, and senators are ladies as well. And so that allows some, uh, just a little bit more opportunity there before not to get in a difficult situation that nobody would want to be in. And so it'll be exciting to have them down here full time on the Hill. And uh, he's raised his own support and uh, he's moved here in Maryland now and he's based out of here, but still on the road, finishing up his support. So that's going to be huge, just a huge addition to the Awake America team. Well, now we're also taking Awake America on the road a bit more and we've got some regional meetings. We're going to be in West Virginia next week. Uh, I think we have Virginia scheduled, also some battleground states, uh, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Florida, North Carolina, just a lot uh, out there that we're trying to get finish up on the scheduling side of things. But and that's important as we come up to this election year. Uh, what are those meetings going to look like? We have developed a team. I, you know, Awake America is not about Mike Creed. It's not about uh, it's not about an individual. It's we have a team and uh, it's a team effort. Exciting. Uh, to have Andrew Friedenstein with administrative uh, work, Brother Joe with technology, uh, Brother Brad Wells is kind of leading the effort down on Capitol Hill, and then Aaron Cruz will be on Capitol Hill. Then we have also Brother Brad Cranston is working mm -hmm. with our capitals. And we're coming together as a team. We'll be in these battleground states. Everybody will have a facet of the meeting. We're going to try to meet with 30 to 50 pastors, have a dinner, a breakfast, and just uh, share with them uh, – the different uh, guides that we've developed and share with them how uh, we can be effective as uh, preachers in America uh, with government leaders. What is, the, what is the thing that people keep telling you as you go into these meetings, you're preaching and challenging them about our country, what, what, what are you coming, coming away with? Inevitably, every time I walk out of the pulpit, somebody stops me and said, man, that was great. I'm excited. I love the stories and I have hope now. But then they say this, but what should I do now? I did that down in Carolina, and uh, a family did that. And I, I said, you need to go and visit your, your mayors and pray with your mayors and share some gospel literature and, and help them to know that you care about them. And uh, I left and didn't think anything about it. I got a call a couple weeks later, and they had been in, I think, three mayors' offices and had encouraged those leaders uh, uh prayer and, and just uh, building a relationship with them. And that's what we're going to, that's, that's what we're going to help them with the pastors, uh, give them literature. We don't want to just say it, but we want to give them things that they can carry out of the meeting that will help them yeah, in take, their region. Taking that passion and turning it into action. And that brings us to the publications that we're working on right now. In fact, I'm sitting here looking at our table right before we started recording we have three different covers that we just uh, gave our final approval on uh, for the booklets that we are creating. Joe, why don't you walk us through those booklets? Yeah, so we've got the first one is the Believer's Guide to Political Engagement. And this is the one when somebody walks away and says, I have hope, what can I do? This is that guide that gives them the steps beyond just praying, beyond voting. There, there are several things that you can do uh, to prepare your own heart, but then also to begin to reach out to, as Pastor Creed mentioned, uh, your, your mayor all the way up to even uh, potentially running for office. I mean, there are so many things in there that uh, ways that in our country we have the ability to, to do. And so that, that Believer's Guide Really? Well, one of the things I like about it that we're writing as we're doing this, Joe, is that it's not a political guide 
to engagement. Right. It's the believer's political guide. This is biblical as the people will pick this up and read it. There's a biblical philosophy and verses throughout this. Not like we just, hey, this is how you get involved politically. There is a biblical principle and basis for all of this. It's all predicated on the Bible, which is what makes this unique versus just some random, hey, this is how you get involved in politics. Right. right. We, we've spent, I think, I mean, days just on the first couple sections that have to do with that biblical foundation philosophy as to why we're getting involved, how I'm going to be prepared. And, and it, it all leads up to ultimately leading somebody to Christ uh, because that's you know, the Great Commission. But there's a way to, in a way to a leader's heart, how do we build a relationship? How do we get in the door? But also, how do we become salt and light in, in, in our nation? Because if believers don't step up, somebody's going to fill in that void. And so this Believer's Guide to Political Engagement does just that, gives you ways to, to walk through practical steps. Uh, the next one that we have is it's a reprint of a book that people have been asking about, and that's How to Pray for America. So we're anxious to get this one back out uh, to everyone. And then the third one is the uh, Believer's Guide to Preachers in Politics. This is something that we want to address because sometimes preachers don't feel that they can say anything in their pulpits. And really, we have a First Amendment right. We have freedom of speech. And if we don't understand the rules, then we'll basically tie our own hands when um, God has given us um, mandates to preach the truth. In our country, we have the freedom to say certain things, and we want to really spell that out and give you uh, Bible examples. I mean, uh, Pastor, you wrote a book on Daniel. uh, You talked about Joseph and just different men and women throughout the Word of God that engaged political leaders. Right. All through the Bible, there are uh, individuals. If you look at God, the the men, the individuals that God used to pen the Word of God, you'll find that uh, many of them were individuals that uh, were prophets or preachers, but they also were engaged with leaders. Uh, Joseph, a lot of a lot of people look at him being thrown in a in uh, in a pit and and then spending thirteen years of his life in trouble, but all of that worked together for good. God, literally in Psalms, it says that that was God's purpose to put him in that place of leadership to preserve his family. We look at Daniel, which is uh, a book where all the different highways of the Bible intersect in the Old Testament. And uh, and we find Daniel, even in uh, when he was 90 years of age, had great influence on government leaders and the impact on on men uh, of uh, uh, that uh, men of government, uh, he, he had a major impact in their lives. You know, as I look at this, uh, we're excited as a team to go out and just share truth with folks, but not only get people have a pep rally, not, not only gets people excited about their country, and well, we live in a great country, yes. but to help them to have the, the truth in their hand when they walk out where they can be, get engaged, get busy, and folks, uh, we're looking forward just to uh, a great beginning of great things. One of the aspects I think that's going to be really uh, helpful, I think, in these regional meetings is the fact that we'll have uh, the team there, but only having 30, maybe 50 I think, pastors. I think it's the food. The food will be a big part Yeah, of the that. food. <laughs> the ministry of food is always a huge blessing. But the fact that it's going to be, uh, there's going to be interaction there. You know, there's going to be back and forth. They're going to be able to talk to us. It's not going to be a a, a preaching service, although there will be preaching and, and 
uh, the Bible will be taught and preached, sure. But there's going to be interaction as we go through some of these things that they'll be able to ask questions in real time versus, well, there's 350 of us here, you know, and they, you know, it's just more like a lecture versus a interaction. But this is going to be interactive, which I think is going to be very helpful to uh, guys that are somewhat familiar with some guys that have no clue, never heard any of this, but to be able to help very practically, hands-on, help see what the Bible is and walk them through these uh, uh, sources material. I think these pastors are going to come away with a lot of passion, but also practical how-tos. We hope you'll follow us throughout the year as we uh, have our different podcasts. We have a different posts we'll have on social media. Follow us there. And we look forward to seeing you at this year's Capital Connection.